Good morning. It's October 31st, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name, and that music was the iconic Michael Jackson singing Thriller. Today's title is All Hallows' Eve. Shadows of a thousand years rise again unseen. Voices whisper in the trees, tonight is Halloween. Anonymous. If you grew up in America, you have some memory of Halloween as a child. I lived in the Northeast until age nine. That meant October 31st was usually pretty brisk, with a chilly breeze moving the treetops in the moonlight, the lawns carpeted with colored leaves, the smell of apples and spice in the air. We were bundled up, if not in winter coats, at least heavy sweaters and scarves. But Halloween meant two things to me above all others. The Wizard of Oz, which came on TV only once per year. And of course, a paper grocery sack full of more candy than it was a good idea to eat. I remarked to my son once that I never even knew The Wizard of Oz, 1939, was filmed in color until I was in high school. He said, how could that be? Don't you remember? that Munchkinland is in color when Dorothy opens the door. Not if you're watching on a black-and-white TV, I explained. He had no idea black-and-white TVs ever even existed. It was only after I became a father myself that I became aware of the concerns of many Christians when it came to Halloween. It's a pagan holiday, celebrating death and horror and all kinds of evil, they complain. Hmm, let's set aside for a moment that Christmas and Easter might have been assigned to their current calendar dates by Pope Constantine in the 4th century, specifically because it would make them coincide with various winter and spring pagan celebrations. Hallow-een, 1745, is actually a contraction of Hallows-even, even being the Scottish word for Eve. It began as the time set aside in the Catholic liturgical calendar specifically to remember the dead, including saints or hallows, martyrs, and the faithful who have passed away. Certainly it was never intended to be a, quote, celebration of evil, unquote. The ancient Gaelic festival of the fall harvest, known as Samhain, Old Irish for summer's end, may have been Christianized by the early church and morphed into Halloween, but that's disputed. It was celebrated in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and the Isle of Man. This would, however, explain many customs, such as pumpkin carving, bobbing for apples, costume wearing, etc. Samhain, was set at the midpoint between the summer equinox and the winter solstice. The celebration was on the evening before, because for the Celts, days both began and ended at sunset. People believed this was a liminal time, which not only marked the line between the light of summer and the dark of winter, but also the boundary between this world and the other world. On this night, the boundary thinned, so that fairies, or spirits from beyond the dead, could more easily enter our world. They were called Aois, and were both respected and feared. People widely believed the souls of the dead would return home for this one night a year, and places were set at table and food left by the fireplace to appease them. Bonfires and divination games to predict the future were commonplace. Mumming and guising began in the mid-1500s, where children would go house to house singing songs, wearing costumes, and receiving gifts of food. Scholars believe the tradition started with the children mimicking the AOC by wearing disguises and receiving treats as a way to appease the spirits and guarantee that livestock and their families would survive another winter. Midnight hours, 
While Halloween certainly has been commercialized in the United States, not unlike the Day of the Dead in Latin cultures, many countries around the world still have church services on All Hallows' Eve when prayers are said for the souls of the dead, followed by the lighting of candles on the graves of the dead. Death has always been frightening to man since time began, so it's not hard to see how Halloween became associated with spooky decorations, costumes, and even horror movies. There is something in the human psyche that craves being scared from time to time, as the time-honored tradition of ghost stories around the campfire testifies. Maybe scary stories serve to emphasize the safety found in numbers, whether friends or family. Maybe scary stories and movies help delineate reality from imagination. Once they come to an end, we breathe a sigh of relief, just as one does when awakening from a bad dream, flooded with relief. In any event, the combination of dressing up, heading out with friends, and getting candy is an exciting and fun time for children. As Bible-believing Christians, rather than sidelining our kids and making them feel excluded, perhaps we can permit them to have fun with their friends, still teaching them the history of the holiday, emphasizing that remembering our loved ones who have passed is a good thing. We can teach them that Christ is the light of the world and dissipates all darkness, as symbolized by the candle and the pumpkin, John 8, 12. We can explain that our loved ones who have passed are now with Jesus for all eternity, John 10, 28 through 30, 1 John 5, 11. But fear of jack-o'-lanterns, witches, black cats, and ghosts all come from long-ago rituals and beliefs that we know are not true, and we can reassure our children of that. Christmas trees, Santa Claus, Easter bunnies, and Easter eggs all have little to do with the birth and death of Christ, even if symbolic value has been applied later. And yet there is little outcry to ban them. Besides, I've known a lot of two-year-olds who think Santa is plenty scary. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Help us to keep the main thing the main thing. Our children need to know that we find our identity in Christ Jesus, that he lives in us and we in him because we believe that he was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born a man, lived a perfect life, and died on a cross as payment for our sins. He then rose from the dead and rules both from heaven and from within us. Scary stories and movies can be fun, but kids need to understand that they're just that, stories. Let Halloween be fun, but also a time to honor our ancestors who have passed. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.